Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Proclaim Emancipation podcast. This is going to be part two of the Spirituality and Resisting the Satanic Agenda podcast. Um, I had more notes than I got completed, so I'm going to make it a part two. Um, what I want to start with is going to be, uh, well, since we kind of left off with AI and them basically trying to enslave us in this digital world, I want to talk about the metaverse. So Zuckerberg came out and announced them transitioning into Meta, which I guess there's still Facebook, but there's also it's Oculus has gone from Oculus to Meta Quest. Um, a lot of people don't realize this or know that Facebook owns uh, Roblox as well. Uh, Zuckerberg, I had to forget. I don't know exactly how that crap works. I don't like the. It, it doesn't matter. They're all they're all owning some bullcrap. But Roblox is. I don't know if a lot anybody if you have kids, but kids love Roblox and they literally live life in that that game. Like my daughter was playing it for a long time, and there was games in there. I don't forget the names of them, but it's literally just like living a life. You know, you you build a house, you buy a car, you get a job. Like there's so many games like that that people just live lives, and I think they realize this, so that they're gonna take that because it's only kids playing roblox obviously it's a kid game the metaverse is this is what this is my interpretation of it it's essentially roblox for adults that you're going to be able to go into in vr and ar and all this crap and you can buy you can spend real money in there you can buy quote-unquote real land in the metaverse people can come visit you in the metaverse you know this is this is them setting up the digital future um i don't know if anybody's seen uh, ready player one where there's basically there was the real world and then this other world of the virtual reality where you hopped into virtual reality put on a suit and all this stuff you know it was it was like this people lived people focused more on that world than the real world this is exactly what that is this is that was them telling you hey this is what we're going to come out with in the future you're going to live this whole other life in this vr and it's going to be all great and fantastic but no one's going to care about the real world because the real world's gone to total hell so we cannot accept their digital future. Okay, metaverse may be fun, maybe some cool stuff because that's what they're gonna do. It's gonna be, of course, it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be cool, but, but it's gonna have a major impact on society. It's gonna be another major impact on society. We're they're approaching this Web 3.0. Everything's gonna be blockchain. Everything's censored and controlled and everything. And you're all pushed into this metaverse. You know, basically. I think they want to make metaverse the new digital world in the sense that, like, everything goes through the metaverse. Everything is going to have this online digital world. Like, you just go into your house, you put on your AR goggles, your VR goggles, and you're going online in the metaverse. You know what I mean? I don't know. But this is just, as I said in the last uh, part of this podcast, um, they're just pushing us in this digital world. And they want to eventually merge us with machine to basically live totally in this virtual world essentially um this was the matrix if anybody's seen that movie where all these humans are hooked up to pods and they're harvested for their energy okay and but they're living in a so-called real world but it's a digital world and you know neo breaks out blah 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 blah. so we don't want to get to that point we don't want to get to the point where there's already machines running everything and we're just in a pod because that's where this is going that's exactly where this goes. That's where they tell you the stuff in movies so that you can know. and Or it just it's just predictive programming. And so you can you see it in movies, so when it comes to real life, you're like, oh, man, it's just like in that movie. How cool. And then 
what do you know? You're living in a matrix. Now, this isn't for everything. You know, I mean, there's predictive programming. Is a, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff to it. Um, but this is what they do because they have to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. It's it's part of the so-called, you know, for back of a better word, the magic of it because they need to do that. It's part of it because, it, you know, basically to them, it, it, they avoid the karmic debt by telling people what they're doing. And if no one stops them, then it's them. It's okay. Which is, and they're, they're at the point where they're literally just telling you, like with COVID, they're telling you what's going on. If you put all the pieces together, there's a whole bunch of different people that are leader people that people so-called trust that have said masks don't work, have said, you know, these vaccines don't prevent COVID. You know, all these different things that like, it's like, okay, why, why do people listen to all the stuff they say that's enslaving us, but they don't, they don't listen to the people that are telling you what they're doing, telling you that this is a new world order telling you that COVID deaths or COVID hospital deaths have a 95% average of four or five comorbidities or whatever. Like they're telling you this, but people aren't listening to it. I mean, more and more are more and more are Thank, Thank God, literally thank God. But you know, so many people have already taken this vaccine, you know, what can we do? So anyway, that's part of the vaccine I believe is starting to hook us up to the internet, starting internet of things and metaverse and all that, because if there are, nanoparticles in these vaccines that so-called have supposedly interact with 5g and shit i i don't know it sounds crazy to me too but this is what people have been saying and some people that i've i find very credible on other subjects so you know i jeez, oh i saw this one video the other day where it has i believe it's german scientists and they're showing contents of the vaccine under a uh you know a strong microscope or whatever it is and you can see this little thing floating around. I mean, it looks like a microchip. I'll just say it. It looks like a microchip. They even say it. They're like, this This looks like a microchip. It's moving and stuff. Like, there's not this stuff that's, like, moving. There's one thing that looks like some clearly, like, it's it's got some odd geometric shapes to it that look clearly manufactured, you know? Just, I don't know what, who knows what. I don't know. And then they show pictures of someone's blood that got the vaccine and they have these like fibers going through it like this is supposedly the the graphene now this is this is the video i saw it could be total bs i don't know but this corroborates a lot of other stuff i've been hearing for the past you know almost a year on this vaccine you know this graphene oxide in it this graphene oxide is basically the black goo it's the black goo i don't know if anyone's seen um it's the only movie I know, so I'm referencing it. Uh, John dies at the end. It's the uh, soy sauce, the black stuff. Basically, it's something like that. It's not exactly that, but that is that movie. I believe is them telling you what this black stuff is about. This graphene oxide, whatever it is. It's essentially, for lack of a better word, intelligent. It finds out other graphene oxide. It can form itself. I listen. This is just this is just stuff I've seen on it, but I've seen it from several sources. Some people I trust, so this is, I'm just trying to relay the information. People need to go out and research this for themselves, but it's almost impossible to find research on this stuff. So, I don't even know what, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, honestly. It's just kind of believe what you want at this point, because there's so much information out there about so much. I'm just trying to decipher through it all, and then deliver what I believe is going on to you guys, and, you know, try to give all credible sides. Um... I do know this vaccine is no good. I think we all know it's no good. I think we know it's killing thousands, tens of thousands of people. 
um, probably probably more people have died directly from the vaccine than have died directly only with COVID. Because only apparently 5% have died only with COVID, from COVID. So, my real opinion, it's just, I think it's just a flu. Because there was also another video I saw, or was it just, I think it was the audio I heard. Um, it's also, again, could be total BS. There was a doctor in California that tested like 50, tested, like had took a sample from 1,500 COVID positive patients. And they went through all of these samples and they didn't find any so-called COVID in any single sample. What they did find was every, every single one, influenza A and influenza B. So all these 1,500 people had the flu, but the test showed they had, um, they had COVID. But the CDC have also said that the test can't tell the difference between COVID, a cold, and the flu. They can't tell the difference. So what are we doing here? No one has isolated, uh, isolated COVID-19. When you look up the spiky picture, that the spiky ball that you see, I've seen that picture for um, nanotechnology nanoparticles i think you can go google nanoparticles or google nanotechnology or maybe i was DuckDuckGo. i forget which one and the basically the picture of covid came up in one of those pictures so what are we doing here i think that's just what they're injecting is in this vaccine or making our body to create it at least if they're if that really is a spike protein or whatever who knows what the heck's going on it's 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 scary stuff it really is like you know how many family members have been injected with this stuff you know just I just pray for him. I I do. I don't. Anyway, so I totally got off topic. I'm talking about the metaverse. Um, so yeah, they're they're obviously gonna prove us in the computer. Blah 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 blah. They want total technocratic control of every little living thing on the planet. They want to control everything, all the natural resources, all the living things, everything. But the more they tighten the grip, the more stuff is gonna squeeze out. Cause that's just humanity is strong-willed we will find a way as a whole we will come out on the other side we will win on the other side we always do humanity always wins the light always wins i think we've all seen the movies good guys always win all right it's just kind of how it goes it's just because the laws of the universe don't allow you to do that it just doesn't work it just doesn't work if too much dark is coming then a light will rise it i mean not to sound like Star Wars, but I mean, there are forces of the universe. There is a light side and a dark side to the universe. There's positive, negative energy. You know, it's duality. It's a uh, hermetic law. Of, you know, law of duality. It, it's part of it. There's, I think, is it law of duality or law of polarity? It's one of those. Um, yeah. There's, you know, there's two strong sides to everything, with obviously a lot in the middle. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But if they have control of everything, like they already have a major control over the supply chains, you know, food, all the you know, all the computer chips, everything, everything that in, in supply chain involves, they're controlling a large chunk of it and affecting parts of it whenever they want, you know. Where I think we're gonna, we think we're still a little bit away from the the big supply chain hit or whatever's gonna come. Um, I think something's coming in the next couple of months. I've said that before, but. I I don't know. I've, I've said before, I, th I said last year that I think something's coming this winter. I still would count February as winter. So we'll see. I, you know, I just pray it comes out good on the other side. You know, if things got to get crazy for a little bit for, you know, 
for the good to rise. We just can't let their version, their phoenix, rise out of the ashes. We must rise out of the ashes. We must create our own, whatever it has to be, you know, whatever it has to be to be able to live free, live our lives, everyone be able to grow food, everyone able to have land, everybody will live as they will, with express their free will. We must. So, yeah, I think we're seeing a supply chain hit coming soon or something. Or It's going to be a cyber attack most likely. Um, I've said this, you know, before and on, on my uh, website, you know, well, since last year, but last year, right after I said it, like a week later, there was that cyber attack on, um, the pipeline. And then, um, what was the other cyber attack? The, the meat one, like with, within like two months of me writing that there was a couple cyber attacks. So I found that interesting. Um, that's my kid. I'm sorry. Okay, so well, another big fear is the electrical grid. Um, with most of America being hooked up to smart grids, oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna silence that. With most of America being on smart grids, um, it's easily able to be well, not easily, but it's able to be hacked. I mean, they even tell you this in the in the smart meter pamphlet. I looked up our model that I got covered because um, sometimes you can't. You have to call your state and see if you can, or your electric company, because some states allow you to opt out. Some states allow you, don't allow you to opt out. Some allow you to opt out with a fee. All right, you got to get rid of the smart meter. Dear Lord, get rid of the smart meter. Um, basically, it's very unsecure. Um, your entire electric access is deniable from wireless communication. They basically communicate with cell towers. Um, if someone were to cyber attack the electric companies, which China has had great interest in our electrical grid for a couple of years now, which seems to pop up here and there, that people keep bringing up here and there, but no one actually sounds the alarm. You know, apparently they were trying to China was trying to buy General Electric. All right, like stuff like this needs to sound the alarm. Like they are very interested in our electrical grid, whether it is just cyber attack, shut it down, or Probably worst case scenario, EMP attack, which has also been talked about. An EMP would not just bring down the power grid and the electronics. It would fry them. It would fry all electronic technology. So if that happens, that, you know, that would be devastating to America or anywhere that would be hit. Um, I believe the estimates I saw last time, basically in the United States, that if there was no electricity for nine months, an estimated 20 million people would die. That almost seems low to me, quite honestly, because people have become so adapted to technology and electricity that I don't, you know, better go find some Amish to live with or something because they know they know what's up. Amish won't be affected. Luckily, I live, you know, sort of by Amish country, so I've thought many times about just dropping it and just dropping everything, go and live with the Amish. Quite honestly, they they knew what's up. They knew what's up. Um. But yeah, so back to the metaverse again. I always get off topic. The metaverse basically they want to, they want people to live in this world versus the real world. They want people to you know, uh value digital things more than real life. And with a lot of kids nowadays, that's already how it is. You know, kids with Roblox like my kid has spent too much money on Roblox. You know, before I realized, you know, what the hell is really going on, you know, like I I've spent money on video games here and there. Like I played what was it Counter-Strike back in the day in Dota. 
where I would spend money on skins in the game or whatever, but, like, you know, you could take them. It's basically, if you played anything on Steam with cosmetics, it's basically, that's what they're going to be doing with the metaverse, essentially. It's going to be everything hooked up to the blockchain. You can buy and sell stuff. You can trade stuff. But they're going to be for real money. You know, I mean, this has already been going on in video games for a long time. You know, I don't know how long Counter-Strike Global Offense has been out, but... You know, they sell so many skins in that game, and these skins go for hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. It's insane. You know, Dota 2, like, there's one skin that goes for, like, $10,000 or something. Like, people will spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands upon thousands of dollars in these games, just for cosmetics. Like, ugh, man, it's crazy, you know. It, that's where that's where they're taking it, though. I and you know what? I, I was there for a little bit. I, when I was really into video games, I was really depressed. I didn't have much real-life success, anything going on. Like, my kid was just the one keeping me alive. And, I, you know, that's when I was playing a lot of Dota 2. I was playing a lot of Counter-Strike. You know, I was spending money on the cosmetics in the game because it made me feel cool or whatever. I don't know. It, you don't know why. It's just it, that's like the game almost revolves around these skins. Like, oh, you got the cool skin. I got to go get that gun. Well, you know, forget the cool gun. I got to get the cool skin gun. You know, it's, it's, it's silly. It's, it's silly. But, like, I understand because I was there. I was there. I lived that, you know, it was fun or whatever. But you, you just, you realize, like, oh, I don't own anything. I just have some pixels on a screen. That's it. That's all you got, you know. So that's where this is going. Um, like I said, they're going to be using VR, AR. Um, I, you know, I don't, I haven't really personally looked hardcore into what Metaverse is really all about. I just know the announcement. I just know, or I just already know what it's going to entail. You know, I've seen a few things with it where you can buy land. Snoop Dogg has a thing in the game or something already. I don't, I don't know. There's different games. There's experiences, as they're calling it now, I guess. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're going to make you live this life in the, in the digital world. You're going to use cryptocurrencies. What I foresee coming, I foresee there being these digital worlds and you're going to have people working jobs in this digital in the in the metaverse you're going to have people working jobs and then they're going to be earning crypto so people are going to be playing video games and earning real money so that's that's what i see coming cuz i I've, I've heard that talked about for a while now um i was talking to a guy that was you know developing his own website for stuff and was like hardcore into tech stuff and his like dream was to make a game where people could make real money off it that's where it's going. Like, there's already, there's, like, blockchain games and stuff. Like, that's where it's going. You know, Dota, or, sorry, Diablo 2, you know, early 2000s, that was, like, I mean, the early days of eBay, there was, like, there was items going for $700. You know, people were spending hundreds of dollars on a single item in Diablo 2 back in the day. It, you know, that, that actually had so-called value in the game. It was worth something because you actually use it. It wasn't just a skin, you know. <sighs> It's 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 been like this for a while, you know. They they've been items in games selling for a lot, and it's silly, but I I, was, I get it. I couldn't see spending you know hundreds of dollars on something like one skin or something, but like I don't know. It is what it is. People value what they want to value, um, but we have to switch back to valuing the real life more than the digital life. You know, it's it it's totally fine to have, you know, you have your digital game, you know, you spend your fifty dollars or whatever on a game, you know, your free game, fifty bucks, and that's you know, that's what how much of a real game would cost or whatever. Fine. And you know, it's fine. And have a little bit of fun. But when you start spending hundreds of dollars and it becomes this addiction, you gotta have the newest skin, you got that that's where they get you. 
because they get you with that dopamine. You know, it's like you buy the skin, and then this is how it was with Counter Strike. You buy the skin, and then you play with it for like a couple of days, and you're like, eh, I'm bored. I want something else. And then you like trade it for another one or sell it for another one. You know, it's it just never ends, and you never you never have enough. So, especially with Diablo 2. Diablo 2 is one of those games where you can play forever. It's almost impossible to actually get the best gear possible. You know what I mean? Like totally max out your inventory. So you can play forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. But there's, it's not like there's buying items in that game. It's, you buy it once and then you own it. You just have to earn everything. Unless, of course, you want to be that person and go online and buy items from a video game. You know, But it is what it is. So, yeah. We got we to gotta get away from that all digital future. Get back to reality. Uh, focus on the real world. Because they're, they're pushing us into the matrix. Pushing us into the matrix. Alright, so next part I want to talk about here is going to be um, Satanic Agenda, specifically the Satanic Agenda in music. Um, older generations, you know about, like, back when, like, what, 60s, 70s, 80s, when all, like, rock and roll and all this stuff was all, like, Satan music and devil's music and all that stuff, like, Christians wouldn't allow it. You know, quite frankly, they were right. They were right. It's, it's crazy to say it, but those Christians complaining about the devil's music and all this stuff, they were right because the music industry is littered with satanic energy and satanism. Like, it littered. You basically can't become an artist now unless you do their rituals, you give into their stuff, you do whatever you gotta do, you know. If you wanna make it so far, you gotta make certain sacrifices, you gotta participate in certain rituals. That's how it works, you know. That's why so many of these terrible, terrible artists get music out, like, and they become popular, like, cause it's terrible, you know what I mean? All these like littles, app, you know, little whatever rappers, like, there's li there's a rapper literally named Lil Uzi Vert, which you say it fast, L Lil Uzi Vert, Lucifer, like, come on, man, this guy encrusted a diamond into his forehead. I don't know if he did, but he wanted to or something, like, ah, like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? These people are clearly satanic, all right? Lil Nas X, like, come on, man, this dude made 666 pair of shoes. With human blood in them, all right. Like with six 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 on them. Like, what are we doing here? They like they're they're telling you like, hey, we're some satanic people and we don't really care about flaunting it anymore because we're or hiding it anymore. So we're gonna flaunt it. Like back in the day, what was it like? Ozzy Osbourne, you know what I mean? Like in the '80s, Slayer. That was like your satanic music or whatever. I mean, really, Led Zeppelin was because Led Zeppelin, like you know, Jimmy Page was hardcore into the satan satanism and stuff. Um, I love Led Zeppelin though. Um. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of there's a lot of stuff in that music. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of them practice Satanism. A lot of them sold their souls. Modern day, they you know pretty much sold their souls. Like Kanye West, there's a really good documentary about Kanye West out there. Um, going through him selling his soul and regretting it, and he basically he had to give up his mom to reach the twenty million dollar threshold. He had to sacrifice his mom. You know, his mom was everything. Basically, what they do once you get to a certain level. They want you to prove your loyalty to them. So you have to sacrifice the closest thing to you. Be it your son, your your wife, your mom, your dad, whatever it is. You have to sacrifice the closest thing to you in order to get that money or whatever. You know, writing the documentary, I don't think it was a documentary. Um, I don't think it was I think it was actually a longer video. It was like two hours. Um said uh you know, basically that, you know, once his mom was gone, he, like, he looked at his bank account, 20 million bucks. Just like that. And, you know, 
famous rapper, just like that. I'm not saying Kanye was great. You know, Kanye was like he's very talented guy, very very talented, interesting guy. But yeah, he totally told, sold his soul. You know, he he sold his mom. He you know, sold his mom to death for the money and fame. And from what it seems like, she was okay with it. She loved him so much that she was okay with it. Which, God bless her, you know. Um, if that's true, I don't know. But some people should think about, you know, Conway's Chinese tried to, when he, remember a few years ago when he had that big rant on stage telling him saying about how Facebook lies to you, Google lies to you, and he just went off. Like, I don't know if anybody's listened to the full, his full speech, but he was speaking some truth. Like, he was speaking some truth. Next day, they had him wrapped up in a mental hospital. Like, getting reprogrammed or whatever, you know what I mean? It's crazy. You know, he comes out and talks about it. He's like, I went to the hospital. I was taking two pills. Two pills. I left the hospital taking seven pills. Seven pills. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what he was taking or whatever, but, like, they're obviously making take up, take some stuff, you know. I, I don't know. There's, some, there's a lot of weird instances with Kanye. Him being on Ellen... And being all like weird and giggly and stuff, and then like he was saying some stuff that he didn't like, and then they went to commercial make, break and came back, and he was all like stone face down, like they just kicked his dog or something. Like it, I don't. It was just something very interesting. Um, also, this is something else I noticed in that Kanye interview, and I've seen this multiple times. I believe when these artists, they, uh, when they, you know, they lose their loved one or whatever, like. Ariana Grande with Mac Miller, I think, is one. Um, they they have to come on talk shows and basically talk about it. Like Kanye, they, Kanye had to come on a talk show and basically be grilled by Ellen about his mom and how sad it was and all this stuff. I think it's part of the ritual. Uh, that That's just my opinion. I don't know for sure. This is just totally something I think about. But yeah, um, music industry is some crazy stuff. Uh I think the music itself has a direct impact on people. Um, we're listening to rap at four hundred or music at four hundred and forty hertz, when that's just that's that's disc in discord with our natural, the Earth's and our natural frequencies. It causes discord, so we should be at three hundred four hundred thirty two hertz. Um, you know, a lot of classical music is tuned that way. I don't. I feel like they uh, they take. Like, if you listen to classical music on Spotify, I feel like some of it's 440 hertz. I feel like they tune it up or something. I don't know. Because, you know, I don't get the same vibe as I used to. Sometimes. I don't know. It's like some songs do. Some songs don't. Um, yeah, my, I've been really only listening to classical music anymore. If I do listen to music, just because so much music, just it just hurts. It hurts. Like, I can't listen to rap. I can't listen to this, this repeating, mumbly crap. You know? The, I don't know. And then you listen to older stuff that's actually good from back in the day. It's like the same however many songs I've listened to a million times. Like, you can only listen to them for so long. You know, there's so many songs that get stuck in your head. Like, what is up with the songs that you hear one time and they're stuck in your head? You know, for a day, a month, a week, forever. You know, there's some songs you hear once, they're stuck in your head forever. They'll pop up here and there. What is up with that? What have they done in these songs that make them stick in your head so well? I know repeating, like, there's songs that repeat rhythms or lyrics or whatever. They'll get stuck in your head. But what, like, what are they doing to make that really happen? Because some songs, they just, you can hear some songs, they just don't get stuck in your head. They're never stuck in your head. But then you have some songs that one time, and it, it, it's like, oh my gosh, my brain, it's like all the things about it is a song. 
what's the one song that's really really gets to me the freaking uh the guy that did the super bowl um the weekend blinding lights or whatever the heck it was you know what i mean that oh god that song that song that song that song it, it hurts every time i hear it it's just instantly stuck in my head but yeah there's something going on with the music i think i don't know what i clearly i just sound like a crazy guy if you don't think this is real but there's something going on with the music a lot of them practice satanism a lot of them are into some crazy stuff you know if like think about like you know like look at the juggalos all right they basically influenced a bunch of people to for lack of a better word they kind of went crazy like they totally became obsessed with the music but totally obsessed with lifestyle the, the juggalo, you know always around other juggalos and they were i mean nine times out of ten they were you know little assholes it's not like it was the good kids going doing it just having fun with it no they were just being little shits you know I mean, I'm, I'm maybe I'm being judgmental. I'm, I'm sure I am because you know not everyone is like that, but like everyone I knew was, you know, they all eventually went in the got in drugs or got in trouble, you know. I don't know. A lot of music did that. Like Marilyn Manson had that impact. My one friend loves Marilyn Manson, but I don't know. Marilyn Manson's collect, connected to some weird stuff. Now she's got a really weird vibe from the guy. I mean, a lot of people were weirded out by him. But I don't know. You don't. You don't do a bunch of weird stuff. Say a bunch of weird stuff in your music and not do some weird stuff. You know what I mean? Just what I know about the music industry and stuff like that. It's just symbolism. Like it's everywhere. It's rampant. You know, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. You know, a lot of people idolize these guys. You know, treat them like they're gods and they're people. You know, they're people that wanted fame. You know, a lot of them started wanting music. They just wanted to make good music, you know. But once you get to the top, you realize what is needed to get to the top. Or, sorry, once you get near the top, you realize what it takes to really get to the top. But, yeah. Um, you know, like anything else, I wish this was total BS. I wish I was just making this stuff up, but I'm not. You know, it's pretty obvious. Like, this is one thing I've, I've taken to heart since I heard it. They don't lie, or they lie. This goes more so, sorry, with politicians and stuff like world leaders and all that, bankers, you know, whoever, whatever. They don't lie with, or sorry, they lie with their words. They don't lie with their symbols. So look for symbolisms always. Like that's that, because they'll lie with their words. They have no problem lying with their words at any time. But their symbols that they use, that's very important. And it goes for a lot of things. You know, a lot of the music, a lot of pentagrams and music. It's like all edgy and cool, you know. It, but these symbols are real, and they they have real power because they believe it has real power. So, and they've they've taken everything that's up that was good and made it evil. You know, the swastika was a very very powerful. You know, it, it symbolizes the vortex, which, you know, that can be a bunch of different things. You know, free energy. The vortex, supposedly at our North Pole, you know, a bunch of stuff, but it symbolized the vortex and Hinduism. It, it was a, uh, it was a positive symbol. I can't remember exact, exactly what it was for, but it was a, it was just, it's always been a positive symbol. It's been throughout so many cultures throughout the world, and I think deep down it symbolizes the vortex, be it like the free energy vortex or the vortex of the center. So they had to take that and distort it. You know, everything Nazi was made evil. Whether they really were evil or not, I don't know. 
but I've seen some things that make me question whether the Nazis were actually the bad guys or not. Maybe they became the bad guys after a while, but if you have literally the entire world using propaganda, propaganda to get people to hate you, yeah, maybe you get a little pissed too, you know? But yeah, uh, with this music though, it, it has a very strong impact, I think. You see a lot of people that like listen to, like you, you, you'll, you'll see this, and I know it's probably more so in high school, certain types of people listen to certain types of music, you know what I mean? You know, those are like, for at least this is back in my day, like those edgy, you know, once they get later in high school, drug type guys, like, you know, paint their nails black and stuff like that. They always listen to stuff like Insane Clown Posse. You know, some of those weird edgy bands, Marilyn Manson and stuff like that. I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not judging by any means, but I just I'm these these kids tend to go down, you know, darker paths. People that lift listen to darker music music tends to go down darker paths. You know, you may not it's not like you're gonna get into Satanism, you're gonna practice, you know, worship Satan or Lucifer or something, but like, you know, you get into drugs, you get into some trouble. You know, you just have some personal issues. You got some personal demons you have to deal with. You know what I mean? Because, like, when you listen to this music, it puts this in your head. It affects you on a subconscious level. So when you're listening to this music, you're saying the lyrics, you're repeating the lyrics, you're giving them energy. So whatever it may be, you know, there's a lot of really dark, like, depressed, depression music type stuff where it's like, I don't know. It... it and, like, people, people, I feel like a lot of people will get what I'm saying when, like, you listen to happy music, you can't help but feel happy. If you listen to something sad, you can't help but feel sad. Different frequencies have a very strong effect on us. Very strong effect. So, you know, that's why, like, music with no lyrics can have a strong impact on us. We can listen to some classical music. I can, there's some classical music I listen to, and I'm just like, oh my god, yes, this is amazing. I'm so pumped right now. I'm ready to do something. You know what I mean? It's just, like, great great music like people have like a lot of metal music and stuff that they listen to for uh energy or motivation you know when they're working out workout music and all that P different types of music gives you energy different types of music is mellow different types of music you know is good driving music it you know there's different types of music for different types of feelings different types of emotions but there's you know there's it's 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 a deeper thing than simply just being you know I enjoy this when I'm in a good mood, or this mu music puts me in a good mood. It's some of them are a lot darker, some of them are a lot deeper, some of them are you know po a lot positive. You know, the Beatles had a had a lot of good music that was very positive, um, very loving music. You know, you can you can just listen to some music and just can't help but be happy. Um, there's been musicians here and there like that have popped up that are like that, the Bob Marley, but like a lot of them end up dead. Um, just saying, the 27 Club, you know. Uh, I, think it's, I think they were using... I don't. I can't confirm this at all. This is something I've heard, I think I've heard it once or twice. But that a lot of those musician, musician, musicians that were dying, not including Kurt Cobain, were back in, you know, the older, like, 70s and 80s, they were, you know, that kid that died under suspicious circumstances. They were um, making music that was 432 hertz. It was more harmonious with you. So they didn't like that. Because a lot of music is about creating discord now. It's about messing with our heads. Just like everything else. Just like the, it's the, the movies, TV, music. They all, they all tie in. It's all part of the same cabal of entertainment that are just using entertainment to predictively program us, to influence us, propagandize us. It's all, it's all there, you know? And like, there's some people that like, they can't focus unless they're listening to music. 
which I find very interesting. Like, you, you, it's like you can't, your mind doesn't feel right unless you're listening to some music, which is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's another form of addiction, being real, because, I mean, you're listening to a song and make you feel good to give you dopamine, you know? It's like you can get addicted to a song. You play it in your head all day, but eventually it wears off, you know? It, I don't know. There's a lot going on with music. There's a lot. I, I don't understand most of it. You know, I don't know why. I don't know what they're exactly doing to these songs to make them get stuck in your head or whatever. But there's something deep going on with the music industry, and it ties a lot into just the global cabal of control. You know, they're all into Luciferianism, Satanism. That They're just evil. They're evil. They sell their souls to get what they want in this world because they don't, I don't know, they think this world is the real well, I mean it is the real world but this is this this is such a small part of what all there is you know when you encompass the spirit world all the dimensions all all frequencies all spectrums there's a lot going on here and this isn't the only life we live this is the only existence we have our soul goes on we go into another existence or we get reincarnated here if we st I believe we get reincarnated if there's still things we need to learn still things we need to do um because you're, you're, it's about your soul growing and evolving, and so you can move on. You know, th this is a lot of old beliefs. Uh, I believe you know a lot of Gnostic stuff, and basically that you know you're here as a test. This is some sort of a prison, prison planet type thing, and you're here to learn and grow. And once you're, you know, you evolve so far with your soul, you can move on to the what they call the fifth dimension, which I don't I, hell if I know. Skip the fourth dimension, which I guess the fourth dimension is time. I think I talked about that before. But yeah, uh, yeah. It's all about the. It's all about control. It's all about getting people to not think. You know, people. If you're listening to the music, you're not thinking. You're thinking about the music, and it's very, very important for people to take time to just have everything off and just sit there and think. You know, meditate. But so many people, you know, including myself, I, I have trouble with this sometimes too. But you have to take the time to meditate. You know, there's so much stuff going on in the world. You have a job, you have school, you have, you know, a side project you want to do. You have friends you want to hang out with. Like, I'm, you know, now that I'm, I got another job, it's, it's a lot harder because I have really have to manage my time better because it's, you know, work takes up 11 hours of my day every day. So, it, you know, I'm only there, I'm getting paid for eight. So it's, it's, it's a lot of time that's getting taken up by driving to and from work and lunch and all this stuff. I really got to manage my time better. So you got you got to focus on what's important to you. Um, I don't really listen to music. If I listen to music, it's classical music while I'm cleaning the house or you know doing something. But podcasts are great because you can you can learn while you're doing stuff. I think they're great. But you also need to take that time to not have anything on, just doing stuff, just listen to your own thoughts because that's very important. Because if you if you keep avoiding your own thoughts, then there's a lot of things that you just can keep pushing away, pushing away, pushing away until they they show up in your body like that you can you can push down emotions so far that they show up as physical symptoms it, it's possible um you know emotions and stuff can be held in certain parts of your body you know like literally like a kink or something like it's it's weird it's i, I don't understand it at all but my health coach talked about this a lot that you know the, the body is very mysterious very mysterious like people that have gotten to say like an organ transplant like a heart transplant or something and they gain that person some of those person's memories or they're they have a craving for a food that person really liked something like that like really weird stuff you know which makes you think that the brain is not necessarily all of the 
you know, all of the memories, all of the mental capacity that is the body. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the gut. The gut is very important. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting totally off topic. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, people, you know, like this, this music. There's even a genre of music called trance music, okay? It's literally, it puts you in a trance. Whoa, who knew? It's very like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like wubby, wubby, repeating patterns and all this stuff. It'll put you in a trance when you listen to it. You know, that they're doing something there. Like, what are they doing? If they're putting you in this trance, they're getting your brain to line up with a certain frequency. They can, you know, they can sublimity in, input whatever the heck they want. Like, ugh. There's, there's, there's patents out there for a lot of crazy stuff with music, like affecting someone's nervous system, implanting thoughts. Like, you can basically use sound waves. Or I, think it's, I think it's sound waves. It's some one of the waves that you can basically just shoot a voice into someone's head. It's basically like this directed, like, beam megaphone that you can't hear with your ears, but you hear in your head. And it's real. It's real. It's real. I, it, I think it's called Voice of God Technology. Horrifying, terrifying, because what if schizophrenics are really just people that are getting experimented on with this technology, you know? Or these people are really hearing voices in their head that are telling them to do things, you know? If groups like the CIA, what's what's stopping them from just using that on anybody? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people that I keep hearing this called targeted individuals, where they're not actually, like, physically affected by something they're not like someone's not coming to their house and threatening to beat them up or something but they're getting affected by like waves like they're getting like it like a what's the word not emfs but um i forget the word but like it's almost like you're being like electrically like shocked or something or there's something like you're being attacked psychically or with some sort of energy or something they have these directed energy weapons that can basically do that and um and if you got people now, which if these, if these vaccines really got some nanoparticles in it or some metal in them, you can directly target these particles to do something in the body. Like you can just drop someone instantly. It's it's terrifying potential that they have out there. Like once you look into directed energy weapons, horrifying stuff because they have they can do they can zap you and you won't even hear anything. You won't see anything. You're just zapped, just pretty much evaporated, you know. I think they got satellites, personally. I think they got satellites out there that are going to have that kind of technology. That's why they, there's not going to be another major hot war. Because there, there would be no need for a major hot war because we have technology to go in and just wipe out millions of people with a blink of an eye. Like The, the amount of technology they have out there military-wise is horrifying. And I pray to God we never have to see it used. Pray to God we never have to see it used. Um, you know, it's bad enough with the stuff we have now. Or have been having for the longest time, you know, the stuff that's been public, you know, all the stuff that's not public is the stuff that people should be worried about because they have potential to do anything. I mean, they have free energy. If you have the access to free energy, you have the access to create untold things, which could be used for good, which should be used for good to benefit people, but instead it's used to enslave people. You know, like why are we paying so much for energy and paying so much for food when it grows out of the ground? There's an unlimited amount of water. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Why are we restricting people so much? Because they want control. They want control. Who's they? The elites. You know, the elite bloodlines. Bankers. You know, anyone at Bilderberg Group. World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab. So many of these people, they all worship Satan, Lucifer. You know, they're, they're whatever it is they're actually worshiping or actually doing. They're not on the side of the light. They are not 
the good guys. You know what I mean? To them, they might be. But restricting humanity, killing people, just doing everything they've been doing to people for so long is just not, that's not good. That's not the way it's supposed to go. I mean, I guess it's been the way it's supposed to go because that's how it went. But, you know, we have to come out on top because they can't be allowed to keep doing this. And I think the tide will change soon. Their satanic agenda will be called out. Their globalist agenda will be called out. Their new world order will be called out and it will be stopped. I believe so. I do believe so. So, they, but they use fear. You know, we have to we have to stop living in fear. Stop accepting their fear. We have to trust ourselves, trust our hearts, trust our souls, trust our inner voice. You know, we have to trust ourselves. If we can't trust ourselves, how can we trust anybody else? So, don't live in fear. We must live in love. Love all. Don't fear all. You know, the powers that be want us to drive God away, to not love each other, to hate each other, to fear each other. So we have to find love for each other on a worldwide scale and come together and defeat this this evil power that's trying to literally take over the world. You know, it's not fun and games anymore. It's not pinky in the brain anymore. Like they're literally trying to control every part of this world. So we can't let this go on. We got to stop it. We got to stop it. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, if you want to contact me, you can email me at proclaimemancipation at gmail.com. Um, I have a Twitter for some reason. It's at proemancipation. I tweet stuff not very often. Um, what else? Uh, my, yeah, obviously the website, proclaimemancipation.com. You can check that out. I post a blog, try to post a blog daily. Um, yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoy most of my episodes. And I love you all. And continue in love and abundance. Thank you.